the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by Nathaniel Lundy. This, of course, is the Fade the Noise podcast presented by DraftKings. And you can wager on everything at DK right now. MLB, PGA, NBA Future, Soccer, UFC events, NHL, NFL Futures as well. We're going to be dabbling in the NFL in the NFC on today's episode, doing some over-unders on some win totals that are out there. All you got to do right now is download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app and use the promo code FTN. Again, FTN when you sign up. And for a limited time, all new users can get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. Cash money, baby. That's right. DraftKings Sportsbook has a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. Just enter the code FTN when you sign up only at DraftKings Sportsbook. And I don't know if you saw this on Monday, Lundy, but Antonio Brown, I think, abruptly retired. Uh, Let me uh, rehash his tweets that he sent out uh, back-to-back. You know, there have been some rumors that maybe he was going to be signing with the Seattle Seahawks. They had done a deep dive with him. He was catching passes just a couple of weeks ago uh, from Russell Wilson that were making the rounds on the Twitter's verse, and people were losing their damn minds. Uh, A.B. says, not so fast, my friend. And this is what he tweeted out. At this point, the risk is greater than the reward. Thank you, everyone who has been part of this journey. I sincerely thank you for everything. Life goes on. 84. Is it time to walk away? I done checked, marked everything in the game. Question mark, two exclamations. I don't know what he's uh, throwing out there, but it sounds like hint, hint, nod, nod, wink, wink. Uh, Antonio Brown may be hanging it up, but... He's toxic goods anyway, so no franchise should be entertaining his services to begin with. Plus, he could be facing like an 8-10 to game suspension. So, adios, Antonio Brown, right? Yeah, absolutely. Risk versus reward. I'm not so sure he's talking about the pandemic on this one. I think he's talking about the risk-reward that he's seeing other NFL teams. I always wonder when I see stuff like that, Brad, whether we're talking about a guy that says, well, I think it's time for me to hang it up, or if it's because nobody wants to sign you. Yeah, I, I think that's the bottom line, and let's be honest, uh, nobody wants to sign us either. So that's that's why we're going. <laughs> that's why we're going to do a little betting action right now with today's fade five, number five. All right, kicking things off in the NFC on an over under on win totals. Let's go to the Carolina Panthers, an interesting franchise. They bring in Teddy Bridgewater, Kyle Allen, now the backup for Washington with a nickname to be determined. Got a new coaching staff. Now Matt Rule leaves the collegiate circuit at Baylor and joins the team in Charlotte. Here is a line, five and a half, and I am taking the... Under at minus 106, the Panthers had the eighth hardest schedule according to projected DraftKings win totals. And this is a team that's got a lot of glaring holes. Yes, I do like DJ Moore quite a bit. One of the best after-the-catch wide receivers in the NFL. You have the best running back in the league in Christian McCaffrey, who joined the ultra-exclusive 1,000-1,000-yard club last season. We got Robbie Anderson, who's a blazer, though he's an ill-fit for this system, knowing that Teddy Bridgewater was dead last in average depth of target among eligible quarterbacks last year. Curtis Samuel's still alive and kicking. Ian Thomas is a fantasy sleeper, some people consider, but offensive line, a ton of work, but most glaringly, this defense, remember, Luke Eakley retired Holy mackerel, are they going to be a turnstile this year? And for that reason, I am definitely on the under. Fade or follow, Lundy. 
I'm going to follow you on that one. I've got them at five wins on this one. You talked about the juice being the minus 106. I think this is one you can feel comfortable with. This just feels like a year where despite the run CMC being there in the backfield, catching passes, all the stuff that he can do, there just isn't enough around him. Not yet. I think that it was time for them to make some changes, and they're doing that. But you talked about dot with Teddy Bridgewater. That doesn't make me feel comfortable at all. And Christian McCaffrey can only do so much. Lock him in for a final record of 5-11, and 11, therefore the under, and I'll follow. Yeah, the fighting Garfields are not going to earn their lasagna this year. Number four. All right, uh, sticking in that same division, here is a line of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, now spearheaded by TD12 Tom Brady. To go along with Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, a gronk out of retirement. You might have heard that one. O.J. Howard, they draft Keyshawn Vaughn. They got Ronald jo- It's an embarrassment of riches offensively for Tom Brady. It doesn't look like he wants to retire anytime soon. The line, nine and a half wins. And I'm buying in the hype, Lundy. I'm taking the over at minus 125. you got to put $125 down to get 100 in return. The Bucks should swashbuckle their way through their schedule. The sixth easiest among NFL teams, according to projected DraftKings win totals. And I think, you know, as great as the offense looks on paper, they're going to be dynamite. Probably going to be in the top five in terms of overall scoring, especially with how aggressive Bruce Arians is. Loves to chuck it down the field. But I think this defense is underrated as well. They are outstanding against the run last season, giving up just 73.9 rush yards per game, but really made strides in the secondary late in the year under Todd Bowles. If that moment momentum can carry over into the new season. I think Tampa Bay is going to reach 10 wins and they're going to push the New Orleans Saints for that division title. Lundy, nine and a half wins on the over for Tampa. Fade or follow. Oh, they're getting double-digit wins on that one, and my father-in-law down there in the Tampa Bay area is awfully happy about that. Look, this is a team, we just talked about the Carolina Panthers and how bad we think they're going to be, so there's a couple of wins that Tampa's going to get within the division. I think they can easily find a split with Atlanta and New Orleans, put a push in to be able to take that division away from the Saints. So a 4-2 and two divisional record along with the other wins I think they can get along the way. Yes, I think you can take the over, you can feel double digits. And look, uh, memo to the Buccaneers. Hey, Shaq Barrett, pay him, (laughs) pay him now. Oh my goodness. You've got a fantastic talent there in defense that they franchise tagged. You got to find a way to be able to get a long-term deal. That guy's going to continue to perform. I do agree with you. I don't want to put their defense in the upper echelon, but I will say that I think they're underrated and therefore double digit wins on the way for the bucks. And the timeless words of Teddy KGB bathe the men, his money. Number three. All right, moving on. Let's go to the Windy City and talk about my Chicago Bears. Yes, Do I'm we despondent. Have to? Do I'm we crestfallen. Have to? Here's the line. Seven and a half wins. Uh, am I going to view this output in terms of uh, through orange color glasses? No! I'm taking the under at plus 107. Excellent odds here. I think the Bears are going to be the dregs of the keg. In the division. Am I, you know, a sorrowful fan? Yeah. Am I bitter? Absolutely. I have trust issues with Matt Nagy. I have trust issues with the quarterback position. Uh, yeah, it doesn't look like it's going to be Mitchell Trubisky's team. It's likely going to be Nick Foles's, and that is an upgrade. But Nick Foles last season was still outside the top 20, the over-limited sample size with Jacksonville, and adjusted completion percentage. He was also dreadful on deep balls as well. Outside of Allen Robinson, 
Who's going to step up? Is it going to be Anthony Miller? Is it going to be my boy, Mandatory Montgomery? I have my reservations, especially behind what looks like a translucent offensive line. Didn't really make the necessary investments there. Sure, the Bears defense is going to be outstanding. Yes, they have the fourth easiest schedule according to projected DraftKings win totals, but I think Detroit's better than them, and Green Bay and Minnesota, light years better than my Bears. I think this team only wins seven games this year, and that's exceptional value again at plus 107. Lundy, fade or follow? Oh, you're talking dregs of the keg, and you're saying seven? I've got them pegged for five. Oh. This, is an, this is an easy under at a plus 107. I will follow you on this one. The Bears are in trouble. Got to figure out what to do from an offensive line standpoint, from a quarterback standpoint. What what, what, what are they doing? I, I don't have an I answer for that. Ryan Pace, that's your <laughs> answer. He's a nincompoop. <laughs> Drives me batty. Number two. All right, uh, let's go to Big D. Talk about the Dallas Cowboys. Here is a line for Jerry's opulent yachts. Nine and a half at plus 123. I am on the under. Terrific value here. Look, I I like the offense, clearly. I mean, there's a whole lot to love here. Dak Prescott, franchise tagged. He wants to make all kinds of money after this year. Maybe with another franchise. Maybe he sticks around in Dallas. You got Amari Cooper. The Pooper Cooper does smell like potpourri from time to time, but still a roller coaster ride. Michael Gallup, pride of Colorado State University, a guy that went well over 1,000 yards last season. Then you add C.D. Lamb to the mix. Blake Jarwin could take a step forward in his overall development. And he got Zeke Elliott and Tony Pollard, a new head coach, and Mike McCarthy, an outstanding offensive line. But this defense sucks. I think they're going to be bottom five in the league. You lose Byron Jones, who's now a member of the Miami Dolphins. His secondary has huge question marks. The linebacker core also has a lot of questions. They are just questions everywhere defensively, unless they're averaging like 30 points a game, which I think is possible. I don't see this team reaching 10 wins. I think they're an eight or nine win franchise this season. Though, to be fair, Dallas has the eighth easiest schedule according to projected DraftKings win totals. Are you going to follow me or fade me on Big D? I will follow you on this one because I've got them pegged at nine and seven on the year. You talked about the win totals in terms of it. If you look at strength of schedule based on last year's winning percentage, they have the third easiest. But my problem, Brad, is what you just talked about. You're going to see them in a track meet, and that's fine if you can score 30 points, but uh, doesn't do any good if you're giving up 35. Okay, so you might be sprinting uh, down that track, uh, but Usain Bolt just passed you. So it's <laughs> you're in trouble. Okay, I'm sorry. You're just in trouble. That, that's what I'm concerned about with them is they've got all these offensive weapons. You talked about Michael Gallup. He was my man crush last year. You know that from the Fantasy Football Hour, and I, I like him. I still think he's going to have a, a great season. The problem is I don't think they can stop anybody, and they're not in a division where that's going to be healthy if you can't stop anybody. They're in trouble. Nine wins at best. Tarnish stars in Dallas on tap. Number one. All right, numero uno in terms of over-under on wins in the NFC. Brrr, it goes to Detroit. Yes, the Lions. And I'm taking the over on six and a half wins. Heavy juice at minus 134. But I like what the pencil is scribbling up right now. Much improved defense. You got Desmond Trufant as Darius Slay is now with the Philadelphia Eagles. And then you pair him with Jeff Okuda. Very talented kid out of the Ohio State, their top draft pick, who I think is going to step in and be an instant 
lockdown corner in this league. Defensive line's got a lot of talent. There's some question marks around the linebackers, but I think Matt Patricia is starting to build a respectable defensive unit, and we know what this team can do offensively, Lundy. Matthew Stafford last season, before the bad back got him, in eight games averaged 312.4 yards per game and totaled 19 touchdowns. He was having an MVP caliber season. He got Kenny Galladay with the you know, true extraordinary talents at wide receiver in this league. Marvin Jones, an excellent wide receiver too. TJ Hawkinson at tight end, very talented guy there. And most importantly, they hit the upgrade button at running back as Kerryon Johnson now has competition in DeAndre Swift, who caught 95 balls during his tenure with the University of Georgia Bulldogs. So a lot of ways that they can hurt you, a lot of ways that they can beat you. And if this defense can rank inside the top half, and if Matthew Stafford can have a clean jersey this season, you could see Detroit possibly make the wild card in the NFC. And no, I haven't been drinking tequila since 6 a.m. Maybe. Uh, then again, maybe not. Lundy, fade or follow my over on Detroit. I will follow you on this one, but I don't understand how Matt Patricia can do that with the pencil because when I was back in school and we had those pencils, mine looked like a trip to the orthodontist. I could never <laughs> help myself from chewing on those things the whole time. I've probably still got some of that yellow paint up here on my teeth. Uh, it would be my guess. Yes, I'm going to follow you on this one. You obviously have to have some faith in Matthew Stafford and what you think he can do in order to expect that seven win total at the very least. The thing I don't like about this one, I'm following you on the pick. I'm not a big fan of the juice. I've got to give up the minus 134. Yeah. Not my favorite number. I do like some of the other numbers that we've talked about, not only in this podcast, but in the one earlier this week where we talked about the AFC. If you haven't listened to that one, go back in your archives and do it. There's some better juice out there to get that minus 134. Not a big fan, but I am a fan of the Lions and having that opportunity when they get to weeks 15, 16 of the season to possibly be pushing themselves into that final wild card spot. Ah, the Lions are going to roar this season, I'm telling you. Uh, not so much, though, my Chicago Bears. And as a wrap on today's Fade the Noise podcast, please rate and review this show and check out all of my work at ftnfantasy.com, ftndaily.com, and ftnbets.com. Use promo code EVANS for 5% off your subscription. Until next time, Fade or follow. That is up to you. Feed the noise.